So there, yeah, I can go into that for you. So there are different spectrums, like the functioning level. So there's low functioning, which means they are basically uh, they're 20 years old biologically, but in the mindset they're three. You have middle, which means that they're 18, but they have the mindset of an eight-year-old or a 10-year-old. Me on the end, I'm a high functioning, which I can do this and all that jazz, but I might be high in a little bit. So instead of me being 19, I think I have the mind of a 17, 18 year old. I'm really grateful to Sam for breaking down the different levels of function in autism because I wasn't really that aware of it. Sam is an incredible young man. He's actually still at college for another three years. He tells me he's just taking one day at a time. But he definitely has a wish that he can do podcasting as his career. It's really great. And it's a really great way for him to educate, inform and make us all understand autism a little better. He's such a great role model to other kids and to adults. <laughs> and not only that, he's really successful at it. I always learn loads from my guests, and Sam is no exception. Enjoy. Staying Alive UK. Share your story. Hi, Sam. How are you today? Hey, brother. Good to be here. Um, well, thanks for letting me on the show. It's, um, I, I'm excited. Oh, great. Well, I'm really excited because... Your, your subject matter, I'm hoping to learn a lot from you today um, because you've got a very special subject, which I don't know a huge amount about. I know the topic, but obviously I want to hear from you about that. So let's get started. Let's get into it. I'm going to ask my first question, which is how, why don't you tell us your story about how you got to where you are today? All right. Well, since it's a story, let's tell them a little bit of a story format for fun. So once upon a time, and born in July 2022, there was a boy in the land of Owensburg, Indiana named Sam Mitchell. He was born at Bloomington Hospital. At four years old, he was diagnosed with autism, high, very high functioning. And throughout his life, he dealt with a lot of exclusion and negativity that made him almost snap at 16 years old because the bear finally roared. Well, at 16 years old, he had enough. He was over it. He just was just fed up and he decided to make some change changes. Whether they were good, bad, good or bad changes, that was something we had to work on. But we decided to go for the good changes because at the end of the day, I'd rather be nicer than meaner. That's just my personality. So I guess at 16 years old, I decided that I was gonna try and make some friends and not give a crap of what others thought of him himself. And it worked. He made great friends. He is living a better life than he once did upon a time. But he's but the real journey begins at a Riley Dance Marathon. And he found cameras and found some wonderful people. And they asked him what it was. And he said, join Media Club next year. I was like, all right. And I did. That's where I found the podcasting or where the boy found the podcasting. And it just clicked with him. But he knew he couldn't be a senior in high school for the other. So the only way he figured out that he would be able to continue his skills was to start his own podcast. And that was Autism Rocks and Rolls. Wow. And how old are you now, 
Sounds I'm good. 19. I was um, 16 when I started it. When I started my podcast journey, I think I started my podcast at 17. Great, great. And why? Yeah. Right. Yep. yeah. So I like the title, Autism Rocks and Rolls. And how did you come up with that? Well, we were in, well, I'm a big fan of rock music like ACDC, Nirvana, Elvis, Presley. So we decided to go down the hobbies. Well, we figured autism was a good starter because I was going to use this. I want to use this platform to do some, do some good in the world. I've always wanted to do something good in the world, but never really had the opportunity. I think going to, I guess, Riley Dance Marathons. But uh, I decided to use this for good. So we figured autism because there's a lot of people who need that. But rocks and rolls came from the love of rock music. We tried rock and roll, taken, rocks and roll, taken, rock and rolls, taken. But there was none with the S's, so we just added the S's and it worked out pretty well. Oh, brilliant. And what, what are you hoping to achieve with the podcast? Well, I'm hoping to achieve that um, this becomes my future. I mean, I always joke around and say, ask me in five years and we'll talk in for the future because in all sincerity... <laughs> I really don't know. I like to take this one day at a time, but I'm hoping that this will become my job. Great. And what, but, but apart from it becoming your job, you want to get the message about autism out as well, don't you? Right. So tell us a little bit about that. What's the message you want to get across to people? Well, it's the mission, actually. It's right here. The mission of Autism Rots and Rolls is to take the negative stigma off of autism and other conditions. That many think are disabilities, people on the spectrum are not broken and do not need to be fixed. Those who have conditions or abilities are not to be pitied. There's nothing to be sorry about. Okay, so you're going to have to do that again for me, but just a little bit slower. Okay. Yeah. The mission of Autism Rocks and Rolls is to take the negative stigma off of autism and other conditions that many think are disabilities. People on the spectrum are not broken and do not need to be fixed. Those who have conditions or abilities are not to be pitied. There's nothing to be sorry about. Wow. Did you write that? Um, we had to come up with a mission statement. I helped out, like, get the ideas, but my mom's an English teacher, so she wrote it out where it made sense. Oh, brilliant. Well, that's good that you got your mom involved. Excellent. Okay, so that's a great mission statement. And so for the podcast, are you? what kind of guests are you interviewing in order to help with that? Well, to be honest with you, I didn't want to just do autism because I thought that'd be kind of selfish. So I decided right. to do anyone with a story. So I've had some guests with autism. I've had Anthony Yanni, a basketball player with autism. I had NASCAR drivers with autism. But my biggest two guests I had were Temple Grandin, probably the biggest autistic advocate out there who is in the agricultural world. She's phenomenal. You need to look her up if you haven't heard of her. And... Famous pro wrestler Mick Foley on the show, who has a son on the spectrum. And he was pretty good. He's a pretty good guy. But I've had, like I said, others. I actually one time um, had an ex ex convict. Wow. Wow. Who has changed his life for the better. That sounds amazing. That sounds amazing. So you, you mentioned the word spectrum a few times. And so for the listeners who are not familiar, with autism. Can you explain a little bit about what that means? Sure. So autism spectrum, I, there's two definitions. I have mine and society's. Society's view is a neurodevelopmental conditional disorder where they don't pick up on certain aspects of life, such as cooking, cleaning, and driving. 
my definition is just a different way of thinking, but different than what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are people out there that says every everyone walking on the planet has some sort of autism. It just depends where they are on the spectrum. Do you do you agree with that? Yeah, but we believe that everyone in the world has talent, from the low functioning to the high functioning, to those who not are on the spectrum, to those who do have autism, are in my situation. So, what do you mean with low and high functioning? So, there, yeah, I can go into that for you. So, there are different spectrums, like the functioning level. So, there's low functioning, which means they are basically uh, they're twenty years old biologically, but in the mindset, they're three. Right. Yeah, middle, which means that they're 18, but they have the mindset of an eight-year-old or a 10-year-old. Me, on the end, I'm a high-functioning, which I can do this and all that jazz, but I might be high a little bit. So instead of me being 19, I think I have the mind of a 17, 18-year-old. Right, right. Got you. And some okay. also okay. Don't, aren't uh, speaking. That's another thing too. Even, but I also believe that if you're not speaking, it doesn't mean you're worthless. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Okay. So thank you for that explanation. That just kind of, yeah, helps me, and hopefully will help the listeners as well to get the head around it. And how how many podcasts have you done so far? Um. Or well, I, I, let me do the math here for a second. I think over over 60, uh, if I remember correctly, I think 69 or on, 69 or 70. I'll have to look that look look at Whoa. look at that look that up again. That's a lot. That's 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 a massive amount. And what about all the production? Do you do that yourself? Uh, the editing and all that? Yes. That is 100% me. I actually like that. I know some people hate it. But I do because I love it. I've offered podcast editing services through a nonprofit that I do. So, oh, tell us about your nonprofit. All right. So through the nonprofit, it kind of started after I got sponsorships, and I was able. I developed some really great uh, relationship business relationships with them. I've had Wellspring Pain Solutions hop up aboard the train. I've had CPA Tax Service hop aboard the train. I've had Rudra Recommends in Ohio hop aboard the train. JDS Creative Academy hop aboard the train. So they're just supporting my um, mission. But I also have a board of five. And I got to help out with, like disability events like Cast for Kids, helped out with like local wrestling shows, mail and do that. But then I also services like podcast coaching, podcast editing, ad space, sponsorship, collaborative work, whatever that entails. We'll have to discuss that. If someone's interested, but I also am a motivational speaker. I've spoken in Oklahoma, um, Orlando, and Canada. Wow, <laughs> that's great. And when you say you've got sponsorship, you, you've actually got sponsorship for your podcast? Yes, sir. That's amazing. And do you have a big listening base? How many listeners do you know? Uh, I don't know about listeners, but I do know 10K downloads. So I okay. would assume there's a lot of daily listeners in there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, the fact that people are downloading it means that, yeah, quite a few of them are going to be listening to it, right? Even if they just listen for five minutes, they're still a listener. 
Yeah, exactly. So what else can you tell me about the podcast thing, your podcast, where you're going with it? Um, well, let me think here. I do have um, upcoming events. So I know that next month I also have a virtual speaker. So I've spoken, I'm going to speak virtually at a summit and at a virtual conference the next month. The first one's in August, the next one's in September. And what what sort of things would you be talking about then when you're well, doing your... There, it's a variety. Uh, special education is one of them. One time I just told my story a couple times, so that's one thing I do. But then one time, and the Canada one was called ASET, Assistive Special Education Technology. It was about how technology can sometimes be the answer for the spectrum. And I have my own views on that. And I think it's both and both not, but I kind of supported the both side on that. So that definitely was an interesting one. But through this one, uh, I think the next one will be about my story in an analogy form. And then the September one will be about resources. Okay. So tell us about the, a little bit about the, your story in the analogy form. What, what's that about? Well, I mean, a lot of people have to spec on that uh, summit. We're going to do speaking their story. I didn't want to just do that. I feel that'd be kind of boring. So I wanted to make it into analogy form. I, I don't know the analogy. I don't know what I'm going to compare it to quite yet. I'm still oh, kind okay. of wrapping my head around that. Right. But we're going to be doing it to something. Okay, great. Well, you're certainly a busy man trying to do all of these things and juggling all of those different things. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. I'm off school on that, too. I'm in college right now. I'm in Ivy Tech, and I'm, I think I'm going to shoot my math class, I think, after I'm done with this. Right. So you're at college right now, did you say? Yeah. Yeah. So what are you studying? Um, general business administration for now, but I'm hoping to transfer to Vincennes uh, next year for either media or entrepreneurship. Right. Great. Well, they, they seem to, I mean, all of them seem to be in the right direction for where you're going, correct? I think so. Yeah, absolutely. So what else, Sam? What else would you like to share? Well, what else I could share about you is right now we're redecorating the studio. We're trying to revamp it a little bit. I have a Facebook page, Autism Sam Stories. You're more than welcome to check out. I have a website, autismrocksandrolls.com. That has everything I've done and do and did. So I would say feel free to check that out, see what I'm all about. And hear an episode, that would definitely be something to do for me. I'd really appreciate that. Even if you're not autistic, it would just, just taking time for it would be really appreciated. Yeah. Well, that's what, you know, definitely we'll ask the listeners to to do that and we'll include all of those details in the show notes for sure. But what, how, how often do you record interviews then? And do you have like a bank of people lined up for the future? Yep. I have a full queue of people that sometimes will maybe be in another season, they'll be in with someone else, like I said, I, I got to do what I can do to make others happy, but do my best to do that. Right. So so if someone wanted to get on your podcast, you know, how do they yeah, do talk. that? You Pardon? can contact me. You can schedule Calendly with me or email me at info.autismrocksandrolls.com and we'll talk. 
Okay, so you talk for so this you don't have like an online calendar, but people book on. I have an online calendar. It's it's the Calendly that yeah. you can book for to uh, talk to me for to chat with me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but they can't book to go on the podcast on that. They have to talk to you for a chat first. Is that it? Yes, they have to they have to chat and then we discuss the details. Ah, got you. So then you schedule something. Yep. 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 So if someone contact out contact you contacted you today how far in the future would they be able to get an interview with you um well Roughly. we'd have to well around i guess i have a full queue and stuff pops up so but if you're like like i want you on we'll put you on let's put it that way okay that's great well that's fair enough and how many recordings do you do uh, every 13 days. So count from the last published day, which was, I think, like June 29th. Count, right. from, count June 29th and 13 days from there, boom, that's your next uh, published day. So what's magical about the number 13 and the 13 days? It keeps it fresh and it doesn't rot out because I learned with podcasting, it's like cheese almost, almost. You got to keep it fresh where you want to eat it, but not eat too much of it. Otherwise, the taste gets stale. Also, you don't want to wait too long because it gets stale. Right. That's really interesting. I like that. I like that analogy. And so you think the 13 days is like the magical number? Apparently so. I thought it was 16, but because we got so much sponsors on a season, we decided to do 13 and... I didn't think it was going to work. I thought, well, crap, I'm going to, it's going to run out again. I was wrong. I'll admit it. I was 100% wrong. 13 is the magic number, I think. Wow. I okay, think, hold on, on. I think 10, you're 10 to 15 is the magic number, actually. Oh, okay. Great. A, ra- a, range, a range of there. I can't give you an exact number. I mean, it's different for everybody else, but that's your magic range right there. Got it. Got it. That sounds interesting. I mean, I publish mine, you know, every week, every seven days or so. Um, so that's definitely not in the magic, in the magic number. Yeah, it's not that, the magic. I don't know. I mean, are you keep? Let me ask you. You keeping? Maybe you're keeping good. I mean, it de- it depends on the people and the topic and everything else. So yeah, it could work. It could not. I mean, I don't know. You're I'm not going to go in your stats and. I'm like, hey, go do this. You know, I'm not no. going to do that. I ain't going to do that to you. But if it's working, then it's working. It's just, it wouldn't work for me. I'd be like, well, uh, well, I just lost one. Shoot. Plus, with my college life, I kind of balances it out with my life right now. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds sensible. Definitely, you got other things to do, haven't you? And um, but I, I, what, what do you do in terms of getting ad those? people that sponsor you do you record the ads or does somebody else put the ads in that is actually up to them that's a great question i can answer that for you so we have different slots so there's like a section of podcasts where it's paid for the following and then be like here's a pay for the following yada 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 we talk about you for 15 seconds if you want more though we have 30 seconds so we can go that and put that in the podcast or a minute Right. And then there's definitely, we also have a gala. Sometimes you'll get accessories with our gala that we host every April. We're doing right. our second one in April. So 
we'll see how it goes. And so but, you have a different. It's all different, and we and making the ads. It depends. We have we know someone who has a great voice and will make it for us. And boom, there you are. Or I make it myself, self, or they can do it. We haven't had anyone do it yet, but we've had some do the others. It's a variety. Depends on what you want. So you have a different rate for the different length of time. Yeah, yeah, for the ads, and it depends on how you want it done. Whatever you want done, we do it. You just tell me what to do, and I'll do it. Yeah, and so they pay you direct, or yeah. Yeah. Well, not de depends on where you are. If you're in Oklahoma, I usually get it mailed. But if you're in Indiana, yeah. Right. Okay. And um, how often do they want ads on every episode? Or um, that is a that's up to you. I have an editor for that reason. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I couldn't do that. She's not here today. She had wanted to go see some friends, but she is the person who works that out. Right. But we have a chart that helps it out too. We have a bronze package, which is a hundred or something, but then we also have an ultimate package, which is two thousand or more. Right. Okay. Cool. Wow, that sounds amazing. I mean, it it takes a lot to to work with all of those kind of things. And did you go out to search for those sponsors, or did they come to you? Well, it depends on which one you're talking about. So, lots of them have happened. One happened through a networking event. The, the very first ones reached out to me through certain, just through how it happened. But there are some that I'll reach out to. For example, I did, so what I call a sponsorship field trip days was where we go around and said, hey, here's the deal. What do you think? And we went to a Blue Boy chocolate shop and they were interested in. They ended up doing it. Then we also had a, um, we went to Mitchell, Indiana and found a flower shop and the lady was very interested in doing it and it happened. Great. All you had to well, do was ask and I know lots of it will be no's, but there may be that one yes. Yeah, fantastic. That's that's good. So, So how long have you got to go to college? Uh, I go to I do virtual classes because I can't follow along in uh, in person classes, so I do virtual. Oh, okay. and that's much better for lots, lots better for me. Yes, but I go nowadays every Thursday. I'm, I'm on summer break, sort of. But I'm taking oh, the summer yeah. classes so I can do the math to get it over with. Sam doesn't do math well at all. <laughs> Join the club. That's the same here. And how how long have you got left then? How many do you got to do another year, two years? I have three years left. Three years left. Okay, so then imagine you're at the end of the three years, you you know, you graduate, and then what do you think will happen next in terms of you doing your business? I mean, let's go back to a hobby, go back to being a business, talk to me after I graduate, and we'll, and we'll see where it is. <laughs> okay, that's a good answer. I, th I thought you might have a bit of a vision in terms of what you would like it to be. I if mean, okay, I can go into that. The vision is this is what I do for a living. This is what I do. This is what I do. Maybe one day we'll talk about it on talk shows. I mean, like I said, man, it's, it's a variety. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. 
Brilliant. Okay. So what what else have we not talked about you would like to share? Well, let me think. Oh, duh. I haven't thought of that. I've done a TED Talk called Sold Structure. Wow. I had to do it virtually through COVID, but it's still like considered a TED Talk, which is phenomenal. It's called Sold Structure. It's why autistic people need structure in their life. And structure has helped me throughout my livelihood because I got to know what to expect. And knowing what to expect is so much better than knowing not what to expect for me. So that's what I talked about. Wow. How long was your talk for? Uh, I think like 30 minutes or something. I, 13, I can't remember that. 13, one, three, or 30, three, zero. Oh, three, zero. Okay. Is the, is the video on YouTube? Uh, yes, it's on my website too. It's on your website. Okay, well, I'll grab it from there and I'll include it in the post Yeah. so people can watch that. Thank, thank you. And then we also have our gala coming up in April. We can't give you the date yet because it's kind of still early in the stages. Yeah. But I can tell you we'll be in April. It'll probably be in Bloomington somewhere. Like I said, I don't know a venue. It's just kind of starting up. But we'll see what we can do with that. I'm hoping you be hoping that others would be uh, that listeners be interested in attending. Right, great. And what what will happen at the gala? Uh, the gal. Well, what's going to happen is we have um, food. Um, last year we did a silent auction, so I don't know right. if we'll do it again. We'll have a booth. We'll probably have a speaker. Knowing ourselves, but we again we don't know who. Like I said, this is just in the planning stages, man. But what's the purpose of the gala? What, to make people well, aware of autism? or? Well, we each year has a different theme, so we're not sure on it yet, but I'll tell you last year's theme. It was called How Do We Get There and Success for All. It was a, That one was the theme, and that was success and how, and how someone could redefine success because, to me, getting the mail and riding a limo equals each other out. So say that last bit again. Gain the mail and riding a limo equals each other out. They're right. both equally successful. Gaining, and some may not agree with that. Gaining the what? The mail. Gain the mail. Yep. Gain the and mail. Ride, what do, what does a, that mean? Excuse my ignorance. What does gain the mail mean? Like going to the mail. Like getting the mail. Like going oh, to the mail. Oh, okay. And, gotcha. Ooh, got you. Got your mail. Yay. Yay. And riding a limo cancel each other out. Okay. <laughs> I've never heard that before. It's it sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. And so so you were talking about success in the previous gala and the theme will be different for next year. Yeah, we we don't know it, but we'll definitely we'll probably figure it out for sure. We I'm we sure always have. Yeah course okay what else have we not covered yet well it's, i'm trying to think of what else for you feel free to check out my website i've also been on uh, many other podcasts this one including but there's a lot of um podcasts i've been on previously you're gonna feel free more to check out those episodes and they're so, all on your website too yep and then i'm helping out i mean i've always like I said collaborative work i mean i'm very open to that I'm very, very open to collaborate with some, which means I'm willing to write with you. I'm an educational writer. I have a blog out. So that's definitely something. That's on my website too. Great. 
So where's this kind of entrepreneurial mindset come from? Who's inspired you to do all the things that you're doing? Because you're doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> Myself, because like I said, it turned into a business very unexpectedly. It was initially to be a hobby, but after we got sponsors, that's when it went from $70 to over 1000 Right. Which I, mean, I don't make my money on just sponsors. I make my money as other ways. But Gala, we raise a lot of money, I can tell you that. Mm. I mean, the thing is, you're only 19, right? So, yep. So is it your mum, your dad, your uncle who's inspired you to do this? Uh, or Family. Lots and lots of family members who just have, are my support system and I wouldn't trade it for the world. Oh, that's lovely to hear. That's great. But is your, is your family in business as well? Uh... Not really. My mother, we're all self-taught. My mother is actually a teacher. She, she teaches eighth grade English. Right. And my father is an electrician. So we're complete opposite ends on the business side. But on retrospect, my father does run a little hay farm. So yeah, if we want to get, if you need to get hay for your animals, feel free. <laughs> That's brilliant. Okay. So so there's a little bit of a, certainly on your father's side, there's some business there mindset that may have, you may have inherited for you to be a little bit entrepreneurial in what you're doing. Well, very entrepreneurial, I should say. Maybe. Probably there's a little bit in me, but as I said earlier, it kind of spilled out and happened unexpectedly. Well, that's really lovely. That's really lovely. So what else, Sam, have we... Do we need to talk about? I'm trying. That's all I can think of. But that it was great being here. And if you ever want to contact me, if the listeners ever want to contact me, you can find me on my email info at Autism Rocks and Rolls, or you can even give me a call at 812-797-9045. Brilliant. No, thank you for now, sharing. I'm warn you, though, I don't do voicemails. I hate voicemails. I don't understand them. There's. They're dumb, so I, if you leave a voicemail, I'm warning you right now, I probably won't check it. <laughs> no, good stuff. Well, the best thing is for people to get on your website and contact you that way, I think. Yeah. Um, so we'll include all of those details in the show notes, and I, I really want to wish you a huge amount of success in everything that you're doing. You're doing a great job there, and success with your college, and... I hope you, you will succeed in your maths and all the business studies that you're doing. And um, please keep in touch. I'd love to know how it all goes. Thank you for the information and the share and your story. Um, yeah, brilliant. Thank you, Sam. Of course. Thank you for letting me be here. All the best and take care. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe and share at will. I'm always looking for more listeners and guests, so do get in touch, please. You can find me pretty easily by searching for Staying Alive UK. Thank you. Staying Alive UK. Share your story.